Curriculum Associates presents Extraordinary Educators with hosts Sari Labaris and Danielle Sullivan. Get ready to hear tips, best practices, and success stories to improve your teaching, leadership, and drive student learning. We're here for you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Extraordinary Educator Podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Sari. And this week, we are joined by one of our colleagues, National Director David, um, to talk about all things goal setting. Yes. And it was really fun to hear him talk about goal setting from the perspective of when he was a building principal. And what's really exciting, especially this time of year, is sometimes you think, oh, goal settings just for the fall. But it's really not like now when you get back from the holidays is actually a great time to check in on teachers and students, recalibrate, reset goals and get ready for the rest of the year. Totally. And he also has some really great ideas about free, fun, engaging celebrations that you can do with your students when they're making progress and or meet or exceed their goals. So let's dive in. With us today, we are so excited to have Curriculum Associates National Director, David Cisneros. David, welcome. We'd love to start by just having you introduce yourself to our listeners. Thank you for having me. Um, Yes, I'm David Cisneros. I'm National Director. I'm based in California. Uh, before I was a national director, I was involved in other uh, ed tech companies, but uh, my professional training is as a school principal. I was an elementary school uh, principal and an elementary school teacher uh, for most of my career in Southern California. Well, welcome. We're so excited to have you on the podcast. And since we just turned uh, the new school, well, not what am I talking about? New calendar year. It's so confusing, right? 2023. I'd love to know how do you support, and, and even in your role as principal, how did you support educators getting back into the swing of things and maybe recalibrating uh, goals with students at, in January? So that's a great question, Danielle. And after the holidays, everyone wants, you know, is recharged and ready to go again. Hopefully, you know, you've had a chance to refresh and regroup uh, kids and, and uh, teachers. Um, until I was a school teacher, I never realized, you know, that teachers were probably just more excited about breaks than the kids were. Um, so now that we're coming back into the new calendar year, I always think it's a good time to revisit goal setting. And this was a big tool that we used at our campus when I was principal. Um, and so I modeled it with my teachers, but in turn, I expected them to model it with students. And so it's really just understanding what are expectations, um, understanding what steps need to be taken to achieve the goals. Um, and then really monitoring the goals all along so that no one's caught off guard. So let's talk about that a little bit. So most students, you know, have really high ambitious goals. If you talk to most, you know, kids on the playground, they'll tell you they have professional goals to be an actor, a princess, uh, you know, a professional uh, sportsman or sportswoman. And they don't really always understand the small steps that are required that are necessary to attain those goals, um, realistic or not. It's important that everyone has a goal to work towards. So what we just try to do is make sure that students understand Every day, you have to be intentional about working towards the goals and then having a marker to monitor progress towards goals. So no matter what you know goal you set, you have to have some way to monitor it. Um, and so by having that in, uh, information to monitor, um, and what's nice about working with EdTech is that most EdTechs have some sort of monitoring for progress towards goals. And so it just requires you to either do a weekly or monthly check-in and monitoring students um, and the students who are doing well, in whatever goal you're setting, really don't need a lot of guidance and support. It's really those who are struggling. Um, and when you're struggling, then that's a, a you know an indication that you might need some more support. Um, so what I used to call my Mimi um, at our campus, if you could do Mimi, um, you could do almost anything. And Mimi just stands for uh, motivating, 
instructing, monitoring, and intervening. And um, that's you know the basic framework that we would use. So if you motivate people to understand what the goals are, that's the key point, right? I have to understand what I'm working towards. I have to in instruct you on what you're going to need to do to be able to be successful in reaching your goals. So that's the I. And then monitoring. Everything that gets monitored gets done. If you don't monitor it, it typically doesn't have a lot of you know uh, success. And for those, again, who aren't being successful, then you have to intervene. And so I use that approach with teachers. You know, if we are implementing a new strategy, I needed to make sure that I monitored the implementation. And if people were struggling, then it was my responsibility as the school instructional leader to intervene. And that might be something like a coaching session. That might just be, you know, going to uh, uh, relieve the teacher so she can go uh, watch another teacher use the strategy. So I would go cover her class so she had some time to do that without having to having a lot of subs on campus. And then just giving time and grace for people to continue to grow. And so I'd expect that same approach with my students um, so that they would have the same kind of support. So again, if you're being successful, you don't need a lot of support. But when you're not being successful, that's where we need to make sure we intervene for students. Oh my goodness, you said so many things, especially Mimi. What a great memorable acronym. Would you mind getting a little bit tactical and practical? Because I know a lot of educators are bought into this process. And now you gave an extra tool of a Mimi, which is I love. Can we walk through what does it mean to actually set a goal with a teacher? And then or maybe what does it mean to set a goal with the students? I think a lot of times people don't actually know what or how to actually right. set an, an actual right. goal. So maybe it's something like you just want to make sure that a certain percentage of your students are reaching a proficiency on a particular, you know, it could be math, it could be, it could be reading. And so uh, you first have to determine, okay, how are we going to measure that? And it could be, you know, accuracy, it could be uh, participation, it could be a certain level that you set for your students that you want them to attain within a certain, you know, if I'm doing a particular unit, I'd expect all my students to get to a particular level of proficiency. So that's the, you know, the, setting the, the goal, right, and understanding them, how am I going to measure that goal? And then how frequently am I going to monitor the goal? Will it be weekly? Will it be every other day? Um, some, you know, People like to have that daily status. Um, I, I use my Peloton and I tell you, I live for the data that comes off my Peloton. Um, and, you know, that's something that company does really good. They spoon feed you the data that you'd like to use to monitor. So you have to kind of think of it in that level. How granular do you want that to be? And it doesn't have to be every day, but you just need to have a, a, a point where you're going to be checking in. And it's important that you communicate that goal with your students. So if I've set that as a classroom teacher goal, then it's important that I let my students know that I'm working on that as a teacher and that they in turn have responsibility to participate. And it's usually good to have some sort of marker in the classroom if you could. So, you know, even if it's just on the whiteboard, you know, our goal is working towards X level of proficiency in this unit. Um, and then monitor, you know, we will check in and we will celebrate if we're making success then it's important that we monitor and celebrate as we're moving towards the goal. And then, and it doesn't have to be an all or nothing. So that's another important key. So I'd like to, you know, set the goals up so that there could be some individual accountability, but there also needs to be kind of a whole group collective so that everybody understands that they're working together towards this greater outcome. Um, so that's an important piece. And then again, as I'm working towards, you know, implementation and monitoring, I find that people aren't being successful. I need to intervene. And that's probably the hardest part is making sure that I make time to find out where the errors are happening or where the problems are happening. And again, I, as the school leader, have to do that holistically for the whole school. Classroom teachers are responsible for their individual students. And if it's something that we set as a school-wide goal, then we also like to monitor for success school-wide and celebrate those successes. And it could be something as simple as, you know, having lunch with your teacher at the end of the, you know, session 
Um, it doesn't have to cost money. A lot of times students just like having extra time or attention with the, with the grownups on their campus. And so we used to do things like, you know, lunch with the principal. And literally all it was was students would get their school lunch and come sit at a table in the multipurpose room with me for about 10 minutes before they went out to play for recess. And that was all the kind of the motivation they needed to kind of celebrate the successes. And, and just having that little bit of extra attention really was a great motivator. Um, and you can think of lots of other ideas and ways to do it. That doesn't have to take extra effort, doesn't take extra time. But the outcome of that really is making those personal connections and students knowing that you really care and that they are being successful towards attaining broader goals. And what happens then, of course, is over time, they start to own that without you having to do a whole lot uh, to kind of monitor it. So, for example, at my campus, you know, we would set goals every quarter for our students. And so when the new year started, we knew new goals were starting. Because if you didn't achieve the goal the first time, we wanted to have students have opportunities to continue to make the goals throughout the year. So helpful. Wow. Yeah. Just so many really tactical best practices and tips. And I couldn't agree more, right? At like the foundation of everything that an educator does, we want the students to understand and know that we care and that they should trust us. And I love the ideas of the lunch with the principal. I used to do like dance parties, rap battles, um, choose your own music during independent work time. Of course, as long as it's appropriate for school. When I taught math, the middle schooler, I was really um, kind of strict about not using pen during math class. And so like one of their biggest things was like being able to use pen for a day, which is like the easiest thing on a teacher's end because it's free, but like they thought it was the coolest thing ever. So. Right. I mean, you have, you, know, <laughs> you want your kids to have free dress day or they could do a crazy hair day. I'd have teachers who would, you know, motivate their kids by they, you know, do a crazy hair day or they would, you know, allow them to sit with a buddy for the afternoon, or they could sit in a teacher's chair for the day. I mean, really simple, you know, inexpensive things that really didn't require a whole lot of extra work, but really just came give students that motivation to want to work a little bit harder, you know, to achieve the goal. And then if the whole class or the whole grade level or the whole school achieved their goal, then we try to have a whole kind of celebration for the whole group. And that, again, was always, you know, something fun, a little extra recess. Um, one time we put the sprinklers on at the end of the year, and, you know, had certain time periods when each grade level could run through the sprinklers. And, you know, you would have thought that we'd said everyone had won the lottery. Um, but just, <laughs> so fun. You know, just, you know, and, and those are the fun things that kids remember, right? When, right. When, when you're in school, you don't remember all the detail and the drudge work. You remember the celebrations. And so I really think it's important that you celebrate success, make it fun, um, ask the kids what they would want to do if they, you know, if they achieve their goal. That was you know, our number one way to get buy-in was to ask students. What would you want to do if you achieve this goal? What would you like to have? And they gave us some great ideas. I mean, I asked the first grader once um, what he would like to do if he made all his goals. And he said, I wanted to spend the night at my school. And we were a, a brand new school. And we worked that out. That's a whole other That's awesome. <laughs> you know, it was a huge driver for the kids to work really hard and, and the staff as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, David. So much great advice and, 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 ideas for celebration. And unfortunately, that is all the time we have for today's episode. So thank you again for being here. It's my pleasure. Anytime. As always, please leave us a review where you listen to podcasts as it helps us reach more educators like you. Follow us on Twitter at Curriculum Associ and on Instagram at MyIReady. If you have feedback about the podcast, a topic of interest, or want to be a guest, please email extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. This is about you. We're here for you. So until next time, be you, be true, be extraordinary. The Extraordinary Educators podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates. Editing by Danielle Sullivan. Social media by At City Hannon. Guest booking by Sari Labaris. Music by Mark Bernstein. 
This podcast is copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Curriculum Associates and on Instagram at MyIready and send your emails to extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com.